Wait, let's just start, and then we'll just I'll just cut whatever I need to. Cut. Sure, sure, sure. Is that cool? Yeah. He pissed somebody off so much that they killed him, and his body was found in the South Bronx. And in a really brutal way, he had he had been dismembered. Since 1964, um, there have been 328 infant abductions, and 15 of those infants were never found. The best way to describe shoe leather, basically reporters taking a look at the past, the news, and how it was covered, and then trying to figure out how it impacts us today. A city mourns, families grieve, and a man is charged with mass murder, setting the fire that killed 87 people in New York City early yesterday. It caused an uproar last night, but worse tonight. The violence started at dusk. Dozens of demonstrators vented their anger with bottles and rocks that kept police and residents running and ducking. Shoe leather. It's basically a term for old-timey reporting. The kind of reporting where you knock on a lot of doors. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, sorry to interrupt. We're just we're, we're a couple of journalists investigating a story about someone who used to live in this building in, in the 80s. Chime in, please hold for the buzzer. How can I help you? We're doing a story on Lee Krasner. So we're hoping to see if maybe we could talk to um, John Chin. Chime. We're not interested in talking about that story. Okay. All right. Uh, is there, like, do you know anyone who you think might be interested in talking about this? No, we don't want to talk about it at all. New York City in the 90s was really a transitional time. Crime and law enforcement and advocacy, politics, um, all of these different intersecting pieces. Was this whole story here that was just kind of waiting to be told? The irony is that he was operating at the same time that the NYPD was cracking down on the Gambino family and making a real effort to stop them. So he was able to skirt under the radar and really hold this community of other Indian immigrants hostage for years because they were all so terrified of him that no one would speak out. This decade really captured a moment in time where women were fighting for a different kind of access to abortion and different kinds of abortion rights. So 87 people died in the Happy Land fire. How is something that far-reaching just off the radar? Baby nappings never got a lot of coverage, but it was something that all mothers are scared of still to this day. And it's interesting to pinpoint a moment in history in the 90s, where you can see baby napping paranoia actually has some basis. Hi, um, I'm looking for a specific court record of someone um, in New York State from the 90s. Did she hang up on me? She hung up on us. Hi, um, I'm not sure if it was you I just spoke to on the phone, but I'm looking for the transfer number of a specific... Yeah, I have a few other case numbers I'd like to look up. Should I give them to you now as well? 
we spent about five weeks bouncing back and forth between the Eastern District Court of Brooklyn in New York to the National Archives in Missouri. Yep, there we go. Marisa and Croquemont, Tierra Felice, Tierra Triste, the consequences of the Happy Land fire. Why would women be stealing newborns from hospitals? It was an explosion of frustration and passion. But the Hasidic ambulance company that arrived ignored the two black children lying on the ground. The whole thing was shocking. Two young immigrants from India who were basically murdered in cold blood in a contract killing. Having a work stolen and Penel got returned, but that just, that just adds to the mystique. Some are sort of alluding to the fact that there are powers within the art world who will not allow the story to surface. If this was a fire that happened on the Upper East Side, it would be a different story. It would be a completely different story. But I think because it happened in West Farms in the Bronx and during a time that the Bronx was especially struggling, I think it kind of just got lost to time. More than 50% of abortions performed for less than 10 weeks long are with this drug, but most people don't really know what it is and because there's still that stigma around abortion. I didn't realize how strange the art world seemed to be and how many power dynamics and politics were at play with this. On that day, August 19th, I can remember clearly, I get outside. Within a split second, I say to myself, oh boy, this is going to be an accident. And we're finding that there was a lot of misinformation that was spreading. Both of us are sitting there, and he tells us that the media got it wrong, that he was there. Shoe Leather is produced by reporters at the Columbia University Graduate School of Journalism. Episodes drop May 7th. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. End of recording.